WB. This is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kicking trash. Word. Let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered. Making the beats, too, so the listeners can bump it. Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five. Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side. It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning. It's Rich, and I'm here with James. It's time to listen to One this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. That's right. New theme song. Welcome to the February 28th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, and what do you think of the new song? Uh, like the new song, uh, and also, I, I guess we got a lot of stuff to do because we didn't do a One Nation Live like the first time, I think maybe ever since we started it, so uh, <laughs> it's time to, it's time to, uh, to hit the road, or hit the ground running. Yeah, man, so um, this past weekend, it was Elimination Chamber. The road to WrestleMania has become a little bit more clear as Roman Reigns won, LOL. Uh, we all knew that this was happening. James, um, you do you have any um, words for folks that um, didn't think this was happening? <laughs> Before I... Um... I mean, if you're one of those people that... that like, and I think this kind of reason why I actually got into the whole, like... Um, rumors and, and reporting side of it was like after a certain amount of time you you follow the TV and you're just left like after after storyline the storyline saying what the fuck's going on I don't understand this made no sense um, why did they I just got swerved this makes no sense what's going on like eventually instead of feeling like you're getting you know duped and um, upset with the booking and um, in the direction they give you, eventually you just you just eventually just cave in and start looking, listening to um, or following the reporting is going on. So, um, yeah, for me, that's probably probably after WrestleMania thirty, like going into thirty ones. By the time I started like getting into that, along with you, because uh, you were you know you were uh, yeah dove in. You would tell me something, and you know, I would tell you like, don't tell me what you read or whatever else. But after a certain amount of time, you just give in because you're just so tired of being played with. So. Um, if you're one of those people that just, I don't want to learn anything, then I don't want to see anything or find out about anything, then yeah, I can understand how you'd be led to believe that like, Braun Strowman was going to be the guy. However, um, you had this big gigantic thing called No Mercy that told you that he wasn't going to be the fucking guy. Yep. Um, when they beat him, when they beat the hell out of him, uh, at, or beat him with a one move at, uh, No Mercy against Lesnar. So, yeah, um, I don't, I mean, I know, I know people, um, it's also weird because a lot of the, a lot of the uh, pro Roman folk, which I, I'm I'm, pro, I'm Roman neutral. A lot of the pro Roman folk thought Roman was going to win, which I find I found to be odd. But I don't know, man. Like either way, um, I think 
if you gave me a choice between seeing Lesnar and Roman or Lesnar and Strowman, I prefer Roman and Lesnar anyway, so I got the better match. Yeah, so what I thought was, obviously this match was happening the whole time, but WWE did a masterful job hiding Roman Reigns in plain sight for about, I don't know, like ever since SummerSlam, I'll say. So they did. This is the best use of him, I think, ever in his main event run. The criticism of how Roman Reigns has been handled is pretty much like they beat you over the head over and over and over and say, This is the guy. And they didn't really do that this year. So by starting it a month later, I think they were able to set up WrestleMania in a much more positive form than it would have been had Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble. And then, you know, they just moved everything off. It pretty much, you know, allowed them to uh, do what they want later. They, you know, the Elimination Chamber, it was it was crazy, though. Because for all that, that good stuff I think they did with Roman Reigns, they ended up in the same spot. They ended up with a quiet main event the month before WrestleMania where people were fearing the inevitable. And I don't know about you, James, but I felt like there was just an ominous feel over the whole match. Did you did you happen to catch any of that? Uh, no, not really. Um, I just saw it as like it was a pretty down the road pay per view. Um, There's pretty much just a flat line, like with a whole bunch of two and a half and, and three. There was nothing that ever got even up close to to a four, really. So. Um, you feel like, uh, not a bad, there's nothing really bad on the show. Nothing really great either. Um, so I felt like, you know, the crowd was like, well, we got three hours of just solid wrestling. I mean, can't really complain about it, but however, you know, uh, you know, nothing really big is going to really happen, especially, or actually I take it back. You expect that something big could happen, but you ultimately never got anything that was really big or, or, you know, kind of like a kickstart for a feud for WrestleMania or an angle. Nothing really happened. I mean, aside from uh, aside from the uh, Rousey thing, but I mean, I think I think we all kind of figured somebody was going to get their ass put through a table, right? At the least. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah. So the the I think you could say this was the reverse Royal Rumble, like as far as the feelings it created with everyone, how mm-hmm. much positive energy it was. Coming out of this, it was like a resignation once again. The match, you know, between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns should be fine. People just ain't here for it anymore, man. Like, I I don't understand the obsession with it, but that's just what they want to do. The Elimination Chamber match. Now, (laughs) Braun Strowman eliminated every other guy except Roman Reigns. So what they did was have him go over everyone just to lay down for Roman Reigns like where do you begin with that James <laughs> well it's frustrating because you look at uh, what happened um, if you look at what happened a year ago with Braun Strowman and um, and in Roman at Fastlane last year and then you look at what happened with um Nia Jax and Sasha Banks on the pre-show of Fastlane last year, and then you flash forward one whole year, just about, um, or 11 months, what have you, and it's like, 
same old shit. It's like you have these you have these people that are you're building momentum for, and you're trying to push or whatever, and you want to keep them strong and protect them, and you want to keep them strong and protect them while also beating them, which also is like what the fuck? Like those are two separate things. Like you, you can't you can do both. Like for example, uh, I felt like the the finish at TLC, I'm not TLC, but NXT with um, Ember Moon and and Shayna was like a best of both world situation. Like you can't just beat, take the belt right off her because it's a little too early for Shayna, but you also don't want to like cut momentum, so you have to make it like a fluke type of victory. Um, they didn't do that. They just flat out beat both of them. Or I'm sorry, they just flat out beat uh, Strowman. Um, and they tried to save face by having him eliminate everybody and. Also beat the hell out of Roman at the end, and it's like, okay, no, man, don't like, work you, like you that. You set up a match between two dudes, like, dude, man, you set up a match between two dudes you want to protect. Like, one dude's about to go to WrestleMania fight Roman Reigns. Like, maybe don't beat his ass after he just beats the, the gigantic monster. Like, then you have him beat the gigantic monster, show that he can fight another monster. Don't have him get his ass beat immediately after this. Uh, so it's like, you know, it, it's frustrating because it's like. Pick, pick a guy, go with it, and or, you know, better yet, like, if you want to protect certain people, don't put them in a match with other people you also want to protect because you're going to have to make somebody you you know, make look decisions. bad to get them to the, get to the next step. You could do something else. I you thought... could always do something else. It's In the words of Rance, it's fake. You could book some other shit. <laughs> what up, Rance? Um, with that, I thought, you know, as far as a match goes, I thought John Cena was an absolute zero. Elias was a zero. Oh, um, mm-hmm. He's clearly not ready for, for that. They, they didn't let him do damn near anything. Um, it was a... he. I thought he got Strowman out of there pretty easy. Um, Reigns did. And it was just like, with the match, I felt like there was far too much just one-on-one while everyone else laid down around. I thought last year's Elimination Chamber blew this one out of the water. Um... But yeah, man, uh, Roman wins. LOL. Like we're here now. And, and if you thought otherwise, you started to sound like a flat earther um, <laughs> because it was it was. You know, the part has got to be. Okay. The other part has got to be especially frustrating for like people that like don't like Roman is like it'd be one thing if he was Cena and he was winning all the time, all the time, and the only way he lost is like he got screwed over in some like you know, gigantic way to where you can't even like, you can't even like think that, think of that as actual victory. Like it's like, you just, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. See him punk pinned him, but his leg was on the rope and triple H missed it. You know, that sort of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, because of, I guess, because, you know, they don't want people to absolutely hate him too, even though like the genie's out of the bottle on that one, they beat him and they beat him all throughout la- the last like 12 months. I think he had. A, I think he has. I think he's now probably. No, I think he still has. A, I still think of the last twelve pay per views he's been in. I think he's probably like five and seven. It's like he's transcended right? winning and losing. It's just like, yo, we hate him. Don't don't try. Quit. Yeah, and like that's the part that's got to be especially frustrating. Is like, okay, so you gonna push this dude? Like in every big moment, he's going to win, <laughs> and we know he's going to win in every big moment, like WrestleMania. Uh, yep. or, what, or he'll get into the WrestleMania main event or before a title, whatever else. And then, like, but on T on TV, you'll beat him from time to time, stupidly, and it don't and it don't really like, get, and it doesn't necessarily give the rub to to everybody he beats. Uh, 
at times it has, but like, well, you know, it comes and goes. Like, I'm not, I'm not really blaming them. Saying like, oh, you, you know, you gave this body, this person a win, and it didn't get over 100 percent time. Like, nothing's guaranteed. Right. But it also be frustrating to be like, so you push this dude to the moon, you ain't like it hasn't impacted business in a positive way, but in fact, like in some way that we're like, you, there's a guy that absolutely has to be the guy. And you beat other guys and you let people like come up and, and like get attention and get close. But like you put you but cut you them all sure off. Get too close. Yep. Yeah. Or you're moving the smack or you're moving the smack down. Uh, just, just to make sure to, you know, until there's next batch of guys that also get over it and you have to move them to, Look, or, 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 or you we'll met- see what happens or- with, uh, or you medically disqualify them under shady means. Wow, and I'm not I'm not even going there with you. But uh, it's kind of it's just really is it like if you're not in that camp of like you know if you're still one of those people that still like have resentment towards Roman Reigns or don't like Roman Reigns and like that has to also drive you nuts. It's like I'm, I think you said before like no one's ever had more wind aid to be the top guy in the company ever. Yes, wind aid assistance, you know. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, it's another one of them where it's like, yeah, this is it. They beat the wrong dude again. They beat the wrong dude again. But whatever. Like That's I don't, I don't plans. think, I don't think and, Braun you know, Strowman. And of course, the the and, thing. And of course, when it comes to, uh, yeah, I was gonna say with Strowman, um, they always say Vince loves the big guys, right? And you know, you think the big guys are just gonna be his champion. He doesn't love the big guys. He likes to have a big guy so the, his other guy can beat and look like this monster in a process. Like He's going to be the new Undertaker, I think, um, for this era. I think he uh, has a higher ceiling than Big Show, lower ceiling than Undertaker. He's probably going to come in you know, in the middle. But the thing is, I think <laughs> they missed a boat on him because people wanted him, just like they wanted Dean Ambrose. And they kneecapped Dean Ambrose and gave him the belt at the wrong time, and it didn't quite click. And then whose fault was it? it they pointed the finger at Ambrose, it felt like. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, you know, maybe if somebody doesn't start out like, what was it? Did he lose, like, his first, like, seven yes. uh, pay-per-view singles few, yes. uh, singles matches? Yes, like, all right, now, uh, now imagine if they gave him wins all those times. Like, you told me he, he wouldn't have been the man come WrestleMania 31 like he was the man come WrestleMania 32? Yeah. And the thing that's frustrating is, like, I get it. Like, I, don't, I absolutely understand why, like, they, they pick Roman. Like, Roman, like, Roman's really fucking good. Yeah. Right? He's really fucking good. But you fucked this guy. But you fucked this guy up, like a million. Like, has it? Have they ever fucked up a top a guy they want to be the top guy this badly? Have they ever done it? Like, I think the the main problem is Lesnar. It's like they've they've created this thing for him to and only him to be able to 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 tear down. No one else has beat Brock unless it's like Goldberg popping in. Which is like unexplainable in itself uh, when you look at it. The only two, yeah, the only people that have been uh, the only people that have been Lesnar um, since he's been back have been John Cena in his first night back because, of course, fucking idiots. <laughs> um, Triple H. Uh, that Triple H beat him at uh, at WrestleMania twenty nine. Uh, Undertaker beat him by dick kicking him. And, yeah. and choking him out in a triangle at SummerSlam uh, 2015, and then uh, and then brought and then Goldberg 
He's on reserve for Roman, and and it's going to the second Lesnar gets out of I mean, here. In, well, hold on. In theory, technically, you can say Seth Rollins beat him, but he ain't beat him. He yeah. didn't pin him or whatever. Like, yeah. He pinned Roman. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. It's it's a uh, it, it's a weird game they're playing with, with Roman Reigns. I don't think we'll ever really find out what it can be with him until Lesnar's out the way. So hopefully Brock is um, up out of here uh, pretty soon. But let's move on. Uh, we got plenty to cover this week. Um, the Alexa wins, uh, LOL, also. Um, now, you want to talk about Windade uh, with her. <laughs> yeah, we talked, we talked about this. Uh, we talked about this, actually, um, the other day. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was Monday or whatever else. But I said to you, like, as much as we talk about, about Roman and, and, like, getting, like, just people just, you know, a turn of the blind out of so much goddamn injustice out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Alexa is, is probably like been handed, given more for less than even Roman has. Cause at least Roman is like, uh, is one of the better performers in the company. Like what does Alexa do? Like, she I don't, don't give you, she don't give you matches even for, even for like, if you want to put a quote unquote cap on, what you think the women can do, even though, like, I suggest you, like, you know, um, watch the NXT women uh, during uh, every single time at TakeOver. Like, they don't they don't have a problem keeping up with the guys. Yeah. Um, but even if you throw that, even if you grade that on the curve of what uh, the women have done since, 2000, since the 2015 when the four or three to four horsemen got up there, like, she's below par for that. Um. Like she, she, like she's the one of the better, or she probably is the best right now. She's the best um, female promo. I think she's a good um, actress. Even, like, like more than rather a good promo. I think she's a good actress. I mean, I, I think there's, I think there's part of it too. I think it all comes in together. When I, I wasn't just talking about just her, the talking ability. Like, gotcha. But she, yeah, she, um, like she, she has the absolute. She absolutely has a role and deserves to be on the main roster, given what she's done. Um, on the mic, but the bell eventually has to ring, and it just ain't there. And they've given her plenty of opportunity. They put her in the ring with bunch of, with mobile people that can all work. Like she's out here ducking drop kicks or, or ducking out drop kicks from from Oscar. Uh, she can't have a good match with Bailey. She can't have a good match with, with Mickey James. She can't have a good match with Sasha Banks. Like, and imagine that where like there's not a gigantic like staggering botch in the match. Like people at Hell of that's oh yeah, had a great match. It was a two is a two and a two and three quarter star match. Like that that's like a nah, that's not good. And and I was talking about like uh with with Dave, I was saying, you know, how we say it was a professional wrestling match. Like it's a professional, professional wrestling match. It's like it's not a train wreck, but it's also not really good either. It's just like, oh, it's there. It exists. Like for me, I you know, when I see Sasha Banks literally outperforming her <laughs> month after month after month and, you know, being in the position to carry everything except the championship, it's kind of puzzling to me. Yeah, it's really frustrating, especially, like, once you, if you include just looking at, um, not include, but if you, if you take a special consideration to what's happened since the Royal Rumble, as far as, like, what Sasha has done compared to what Alexa has done. Sasha's blown her out the water, and like she actually has a character. She actually has some intrigue for some long time. As opposed to just coming out and just saying I'm the boss, like like she really wanted to prove that she was like she's been that she's awesome and like she pretty much has. And 
to go from that to like, well, she, who knows what happens with her? Like as far as WrestleMania, like I don't know if she's left the card. If they're actually gonna do the Bailey match, yeah. if it makes a show, I think if it if, they, if it actually have that match, I, I, at this point, I think it has to be on a pre-show. Um, will it be a situation where they finally look up and come to their senses and say, "Oh my God, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax is an awful fucking match." Um, we have to put the real workers in here to save this thing. Uh, but of course they're not going to win, but like we got to right. put people in here that actually like made this match work. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really a, I wonder what they're going to do for here, but like, yeah, man, like Alexa, she's just like, she's literally held the belt on some Hollywood like, Hogan shit, like over the past like year or so on raw, like she'll lose the belt and yeah. win it, win it right the fuck back. So it might as well be an uninterrupted reign. Yeah. And, and it'd be one thing if, like, she if you saw signs of her getting better in the ring, and they just ain't there. And another part is like, maybe if they uh, gave her more matches, she could actually progress. But like, if you get like one match, if you only get so many matches so far apart, like, how are you supposed to get better? And I know they practice and go through walkthroughs and before whatever else, but like, ain't the same. That's not. It's not the same thing. That's not. That's not. You know. Like that's simulation. That's not like in you know out there in front of that crowd. Yeah, out there playing with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Alexa Bliss won the Elimination Chamber. Um, there was signs of dissension with Sasha and Bailey in there. Looks like they're building towards something. I go ahead, James. Yeah, man. Like Graves is like how did, when did Graves get like it like happened overnight. Like in the, like the last. Like, I don't know if it happened started, like, at the beginning of this year. I know what you're saying. Booker, whatever else. But, like, he's been good at progressively. Like, he said during, um, like, he stooged off the, he stooged off. I mean, obviously, he does this all the time whenever Sasha's around and Bailey's around. Yeah, real hater out there. And it's like, okay, so you said this, like, a million times. And then, like, when you, on the night that you know it's going to happen, See, I and told you. Still does it again, and like, and like, stooges off. And I had made a point in the, um, in the uh, square circle group, um, on the live thread for for uh, Limitation Chamber that like, what? But even before it even happens, like, the night that they actually do this, and they actually, and she actually does it, in fact, turn on Bailey. He's gonna look like Bobby Heenan when um when Hogan came out at uh, Basket <laughs> Beach '96, and be like, well, whose side is he on? Like, you stooging off the finish. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let it happen, and then go. Um, and then also another part, and another one. During the Bray Wyatt uh, Matt Hardy match, the crowd was quiet, and he said that the crowd was being quiet to help Matt Hardy win the match. Yeah, because they knew when they cheered him, because if they knew if they cheered him, it wouldn't help him. What? Jesus. Yeah, like. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what it is with Graves. Maybe it's the hair. You know, uh, the man showed up with it with kind of a new do and maybe some of the dye, you know, uh, got into the brain and things just started short circuiting or whatever. But uh, Graves, the microscope is on, bro. (laughs) You can't, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, you saw Black Panther. You know how, like, how uh, Surrey had those uh, those EMPBs that base like you put them on the cars and then you can control them. Mm-hmm. Like, some tell me that like on, on um, some tells me that on Graves' jewelry, like JBL is controlling that man now. Damn, because he's, he's he's getting worse and worse every single week, and it's like the same stuff of being like a corporate shill, not having no backbone, like being a look. 
being a heel to the good guys and then being a, and then except for the uh, except for the good guys that you like, it, like it's 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 it's, it's really real weird. Bad right now. It's real weird. Um, Ronda Rousey was at the Elimination Chamber, um, signed her WWE contract, did the angle with Stephanie and Triple H and. Uh, uh, and drunk Kurt Angle, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I I watched it um, when I came home. Uh, Ronda looked really bad at first. Um, I didn't know if it was a work yeah. that she was doing all that or whatever, but those chants definitely saved her. Um, when they really got to it, it was uh, pretty cool to see, but they kind of undermined it the next night. You know, when Kurt comes out here and says, oh, I was lying, then why the fuck would you say that? Like, I don't, you know. Oh, wait, you didn't you didn't know what they were doing, though? You didn't see what the, what the whole story was? What do you mean? <coughs> the story is Angle stooged off um, what they were saying backstage two rides before she signed up so she knew she, what she was up against. Um, then the next day, he alludes to her that like I got to keep this job. Therefore, I'm I, I I am a good as a good guy who needs this job. I am lying to you. To uh, I am lying to you. Like he's alluding that he's lying to her, telling her to, like I just made this up. Nah, he's making up the lie. He's at like he's at, he told the truth on Sunday. Monday he lied for his job. Hmm. See, I didn't take it that way. I thought he was lying about what he said. Nah, because it's like. All right, so I think about the end of it. Like Triple H just stole off, just stole off. That's not even a word. Stole yeah. off on him. Like why? Like clearly he was. Because he's Triple H. Triple H is still mad about getting. Triple H is still mad about getting. I don't know, belly to belly. Was he calling a belly to belly or a spine bust through the table? That man's getting. Yeah, he caught a belly to belly through the table. <laughs> yeah, he was heated about that, but he can't. You know, you can't put hands on Rosie because Rosie whoop his ass. Yeah. So. I still off on old look, drunk Uncle Kurt. Look, so so still off on the Olympic uh, gold medalist, like <laughs> yeah, the, the look, shooter. Probably like, look, looking at that man. Look, that man can't even stand straight up. That man's knees are, are permanently bent. I still off on him in a heartbeat. Yeah, tri- Triple H thinks he can take that take that man now. So, um, uh, yeah. So, w- what did you think about uh, the the first and then the second night? Because I thought the second night was like way better until the end. Same here. Same here. I thought uh, I thought the beginning it was really it, it looked really uneven um, because the one the crowd was like there were factions there were crowd there were people that were most of the people were indifferent a lot of people vocally were just like I don't want to see Ronda Rousey in the no wrestling ring and the other people that were like you know, I like her but like we'll see and then you can tell when she. Um, when she got nervous that like the crowd kind of like was endeared by that and a lot of them like cheered for her and that's kind of shut out the booze and then they went from there and then from there like once angle started talking it, it, it turned great um and then monday i thought was great so i think they're two for two like i have, right now i have like two resounding thumbs up i like what they've done so far i can't wait to see what they do next yeah, so um, the the Monday night, we'll go over a little bit of what happened Monday more because that was the me that was a better night. So Stephanie said that last night was you know was supposed to be one of the biggest nights of their professional careers. They were signing Ronda Rousey to a contract. 
Stephanie says it was ruined by the actions of one man, Kurt Angle, um, said that Angle flipped out in the ring and hallucinated with all these crazy ideas, and now he's suffering from double ammonia, not like the flu like they originally believed. Um, basically, she says, you know, Rousey took action that was fine in the WWE or UFC, but not here in the WWE. And Rousey acted out of her savage instinct from the way that she was trained. Um, and Stephanie pretty much had to get physical with Ronda to remind her of the hierarchy on Raw, which was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, Bro, they couldn't resist. It, it, it they awesome. couldn't resist, bro. They had yeah, to they have Steph- they, Stephanie yep. slap the shit out of her on night one. Really? Yep. Just, just slap her. Like, wow, you're you're mine now. She, another part about it is like, she says you work here and all this other thing else and whatever. Like, it, it's it'd be one thing. It'd be one thing if they dropped it or whatever, like or whatever. But they went along with it and said, like, Rosie came out ready to kick somebody's ass. Mm-hmm. Coming straight out of the um, out of the entrance tunnel on Monday, ready to kick some ass, and I thought, okay, this is interesting. And then they did that whole spill about myself, like you fucking idiots, you guys can't even help yourself. What's the one thing we always talk about about why the Stephanie Hunter thing don't doesn't work? Because they don't fucking they make sell. Them, they make them the stars and focus on them being the stars, and they're and everybody else are these broke motherfuckers or the gotta have their jobs. You know, or, or be broken and be in shambles and tatters and all Section 8, if not for <laughs> the graciousness of, of, of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yes. Cutting these checks. Hand so, them a dollar. A motherfucking star, you know, a box office draw, a, a motherfucker's made millions of dollars off of selling pay-per-views before, has her money, and she signs a contract, and, a, and all of a sudden uh, they, and they bring up that, like, oh, yeah, you work here now. And, and there's a hierarchy. You got and I own you. And and you hear the whole story about you hear the whole story about they're trying to make Stephanie into the next Vince, which means that in theory, Rousey would be the next Austin. What did what did Steve Austin not put up with? Disrespect. Disrespect. What you think Steve Austin would have been like? Oh my God, I'm worried about my job. No, he'd been like, fuck you. In fact, I'll stun you and I'll go to jail. I don't care. Yep. Why? Because I'm a star and I have money. Yep. And I and I'm and my and my and me being respected and what I want matters more than what you want. Yep. Um, if it was me, why would they do? Why would they do that? With, why would they? With all people, why would they do that with, with Ronda Rousey? That just lets me know they'll never do that with anyone. Yep. They. Like they, they could. They couldn't resist, bro. Like I thought it was. Um, short-sighted. It. If it was me, I would have had. Um, Stephanie surrounded by like some other women or whatever, like pretty much coming out, like like they're here for for my protection. You know, uh, it, it got a little out of hand last night, and then basically Ronda hits the ring and destroys all of them, and then she doesn't get her hands on Stephanie. We don't even really need this promo, um, yeah. you know, addressing the slap or anything. Yeah, and for those that think that I like that thing that I'm, I'm talking on mine and I'm crazy or whatever else. Okay, you don't believe me? Tell me why Stephanie both nights was wearing heels to make herself look taller than Rousey using flats. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and also, if the whole goal was for Stephanie to be Vince, Rousey should be Tyson in this case, and we can get over somebody else, you know, 
but they didn't have all their ducks in a row, and they got they kind of had to move how they had to move. They said the famous line, um, "You need to work within the system," which is what uh, yeah. exactly what Austin said got told by Vince McMahon, and then you know before he got stunned for the first time. So I don't know, man. They gotta they gotta make sure that uh, they don't turn Ronda into this like wrestler like <laughs> like she should be different and I'm afraid that she's yeah, she not going be, to be yeah she should be the star that she is and then go from there as opposed to we got a w we got we got to get know, the heat we on we have her. to make it we know we have to make it better <laughs> which, and, which most times means we got to make it which means that ultimately most times they make it worse well, um, moving on, um, we get like I said, we got a bunch to cover. Um, uh, Monday Night Raw, it was a night of promos. Um, I thought there were three in particular that stood out. Um, first being from John Cena. So to me, this was the master art, <laughs> the mastermind, uh, top level of reaching you know your promos. Because what happened was he was able to sell bullshit. He was able to raise hopes. He was able to take it away. He was able to transfer his character onto the audience. Like, this was absolutely insane stuff. Um, Pretty much John Cena came out there and said, you know, he suffered a defeat the night before. He felt empty inside. And you you guys all know what this feels like. And it was almost like (laughs) that Seth Rollins shit from last year. Like, just feeling sorry for himself and all this other stuff. And people were basically telling him to get the fuck on. Like, we we don't care about none of this. And he was like, all right. You know, every one of y'all knows what it's like to fail. But, you know, I figured it out. I figured out what I'm going to do. And I should have did it a long time ago. You know, and that's issue a WrestleMania challenge to The Undertaker. And the crowd losing their shit. Why I don't know, but <laughs> then Cena's like, I'm sitting there watching, like, okay, Cena's about to do this inspirational shit. All right, the shit don't move me. Yep. you know what I'm saying. I'm like, people know that like the Undertaker is is, is like where this is headed, right? All of a sudden he says to the Undertaker, "Carlos, his mom's like, wait, what? He made the cre- he got he how did this work? How? Yep, he said he said you won't see it, another. It was, it was just, it, he said he won't yeah. see anybody else uh, in the back come out here and say they failed. Um, then, you know, after the crowd, like, you know, he let him cheer for a, a little while. He he walked around, poked his chest out, and then he looked in the camera and said, well, you know, that'd be great. But they said that match is not happening because I don't make the matches. And I've been told that the match won't be happening because it's impossible. Uh, and then the fans just booed. Like, he just, like... He literally flipped the expectations yeah. and showed them what that failure and that disappointment looks like. Yeah, which is like you know the failure of not seeing a, a bad match or a match that's probably gonna be bad. Like I don't, yeah, like, I don't know how you that match gonna stink. Man. It's gonna Especially, be ass. Like I, I don't know how you pulled that off. Like that dude there, I don't know. Like that, I'm sitting there like this shit ain't gonna work. Or not that, not that it wasn't gonna work. Now nah, the Roman one, I was like this shit ain't gonna work, but. It was like, here comes this bullshit. That one, I was just like, yeah, that one, I was like, uh, that okay, waka flaka. whatever. That waka flaka. Oh! I was just like, just in awe. Look, man, my hat's off to him because he made that work, and I don't know how he made that work. Yeah. So, like, you know, congrats to him because that one was just like, that wasn't supposed I thought to work. that would be just preposterous. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
on to the other promo that had, you know, a little bit more newsworthiness to it. Um, Roman Reigns came out to the ring, and it was it was announced, it was advertised the night before. This was supposed to be a face-off between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and they were supposed to, you know, reenact whatever the fuck they did uh, three years ago, like it's a face-off or whatever. Like, they're going to talk that shit or whatever, or Reigns was going to talk to Paul Heyman while Brock stood there and, you know, showed up and collected a check. But... Um, Roman, he basically looked around for a while before he talked. He said he was a man of his word. Previously said he would win the Elimination Chamber, and he did. Um, when he said he's going to WrestleMania, he's going to beat Brock Lesnar. He's telling the truth. And Reigns said the truth is a funny word, and he didn't know why he was covering for this guy. And then he asked the fans if they wanted to know the truth. He said, y'all ain't going to like this. Uh, or they, they, them in the back, they're not going to like this, but Brock Lesnar isn't here tonight. Rain says said up to 30 minutes ago he thought Lesnar was appearing, but something happened and he's not here. Uh, then he called Lesnar an entitled piece of crap who hides behind his contract. Um, that that really got the people going. He said we were six weeks away from WrestleMania and the Universal Champion isn't here. Newsflash, motherfucker, he hasn't been here most of the last year. Um, Rain said that, uh, you know, last night they were in Vegas being for the Elimination Chamber, but Lesnar wasn't there. He was running around Vegas taking social media photos with Dana White. Uh, Rain said Lesnar doesn't respect the fans or anyone in the back, and everyone is sick of it. Uh, and then he went on about, you know, how they, them and the boys, they, they bust their ass every night, and Brock just shows up when the money is right. Who the fuck does that make sound like a, like a star? Um... <laughs> <laughs> then Rain said uh, Lane, uh, Lesnar and Heyman were, were you know, say they're good businessmen. Rain said he was born into this business. And there's a fine line between business and respect, and he'll say it right now. He doesn't respect Lesnar, and he damn sure doesn't fear that bitch. And then the crowd went crazy. Um, you know, he said he said enough. He, now he's going to go to the back and take his ass chewing like a man because, unlike some people, he respects this place. Bruh. What in the fuck was some of this? Some of this shit. I thought some of it was really good. I thought some of it was really stupid. I don't want to hear about how you. Look, I don't want to hear about how you respect this place. Like, come on, man. Yeah, especially when like you know people that own this thing in in storyline like tried to ruin your fucking tried to ruin your career while you fuck with you multiple times. (laughs) Vince tried to fuck you. Triple H tried to fuck you. Stephanie tried to fuck you. What are you talking about? You respect this place. Fuck this place. <sighs> you just work here. You, like you should be like, I'm, like I respect the fans and whatever. You should never say anything about the business. Whatever. Like that's. I mean, whatever. He delivered. He delivered a very good promo. Um, I think that this was his second best promo ever. I think the uh, I think the Cena CEO movie, CEO on Sunday movie star uh, when he basically copied it. I think that was better uh, because it, it it all made sense. So um, so and, and, and why was like, this good, was this good, uh, uh, James? Because it was a work shoot, and like clearly they and it's based on it, what? Like, and it's based on what, James? And it's based off shit they did. The it's truth is based on the truth. <laughs> um, so this is their new strategy to to get Roman Reigns cheered. It worked for one night. I don't. I think the more people sit on this stuff, like they're gonna have to fully commit to this. Like they're gonna have to have Roman Reigns walking around the back saying, "Where the fuck is Lesnar?" Like and and clowning him on camera and daring them to show up. Like they have to do like some creative stuff here. 
But the fact that they just will not give up. They're literally exposing a situation that they created. Brock Lesnar's not yeah. there because of and, them. Like, not because of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Another thing about it is, like, a part that also, like, made me just, like, I don't really care. And, like, you say that he left and he actually left and cool, but, like, he did the same thing at, uh, going to WrestleMania uh, in 2015. Right. Where, like, he was supposed to be scheduled for an episode of Raw and he walked out, too. Like, Obviously, I'm not supposed to remember that because I can't. I'm not supposed to remember even two weeks before what happened two weeks ago. But I remember that. So, like, you ain't fooling me. And I mean, obviously, you know, us. They're not trying to. They're not necessarily trying to fool us as much as they're trying to fool others. But like the other not people that are trying to fool with the work shoot shit. But the same people that are trying to fool with the work shoot shit is also the same people that are also going to find out just like I do. Like what actually happened? Yeah. Um. I mean, at, at the least, at the very best, so, look, I think it's a win for them regardless of for this few because, one, it gives, it, actually, this week was like the week where they uh, actually started doing stuff headed towards WrestleMania. Um, they actually, you know, besides just like doing like uh, the pony the pony show, which is like, we're going to put on these two pay-per-views that go on before, but like nothing's really going to happen except we're going to shoot, figure out like, unless you know officially who's going to WrestleMania to fight uh, in the championship matches. Um, but like on Monday, when they, when he does that, it's like at least, you know, at least people are talking about it in an interesting way. Like you can't say necessarily like, you know, it, it, it's a million, it's a million hundred thousand times better than them doing the tug of war. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I tried yeah, to so like, erase that so from my like, mind. So like, we got we got we got Roman delivering a a, a, a um a delivering a very well delivering a um a good promo. Um, you have some you build some intrigue besides the belt. Um, you allude to the fact that they 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 have a history. Like I I feel like it's thumbs up. It just like ultimately what all all's going to happen is like. He's gonna get the Royal, He's gonna get a WrestleMania. He's gonna get booed out of the building. He's gonna show up to Royal Raw after that. He's gonna get booed out of the building there. Yep. And then we're gonna go back and, and he's gonna go the next week later, um, on the eight days after WrestleMania, and he's gonna be lukewarm with a belt. Man. Like nothing's gonna change. Yeah. Um, moving along. The but Miz. They did good work. So congrats. Yeah. Um, the Miz, we got two matches from The Miz on Monday night. We also got a promo. Um, I loved it. Um, Miz went through and he talked about his road to uh, WrestleMania 34, but he couldn't believe it would, you know, pass through a suburb like Anaheim, just tearing Anaheim apart. Uh, fine town, not really too much besides uh, Disneyland out there. Just a lot of like, as he said, homes. Um, Miz said, uh, you know, Kurt Angle takes advantage of his wrestlers. And he bragged about becoming the the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time in just over 60 days. I believe he's just talking about, like, how long he's held the belt. Um, He said, not Shawn Michaels. He's talking about, like, the cumulative cumulative, uh, day reigns. Yep. That's what he said. He said, not Shawn Michaels, not Bret Hart, not Pedro Morales, not Edge, not Chris Jericho, not Roman Reigns, but The Miz. And, you know, The, the Miz, you know, he Sam went Roman up. Reigns. Huh? Yeah, they had to he say Roman Reigns. Reigns. He had to say That's Roman hilarious. Reigns. Yep. Um, 
basically he said, uh, he, you know, he should have been going to WrestleMania the main event against Brock Lesnar, but Angle forced him to start in the chamber, and he's tired of being taken for granted, and he's sick of the disrespect. Why? Because disrespect is not to be had out here, James. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care what happened to, to the other people in the chamber because he knows that his dream would live on at WrestleMania because he has the Intercontinental title and he was desperate to know who his WrestleMania opponent was. And then Angle said tonight's opponent might determine who the Miz faces at WrestleMania. And, you know, they that led to a match with Rollins and the Miz. Um, damn, Seth Rollins. Uh, it's amazing how fast they just drop you into... <laughs> secondary stuff uh after that awesome showing in the gauntlet match he did all that to be fighting for a mid-card belt yeah and i mean uh, look whatever like at least he got cheered like he was a top like he was a top star um for the, as a babyface for the first time since maybe ever so something's working with him um would I like him to do something bigger than the Intercontinental title match? Sure. Um, but given where we are with all the part-timers and the brand split and guys not allowed to like wrestle each other on different brands, this is where we are. Um, this is this is a, this is a, you know this is a this is their own doing. Uh, they worked themselves into this, and like this is what we're stu- and I don't want to say stuck with, but like we're we're replaced. We're in a place where like. Seth Rollins is a guy that is overqualified to be in a mid card right now, um, but there's nothing for him because it's the big show, brother. We got the big stars coming, yeah. So, yeah, to the mid card you go, man. Um, be Triple H, be Triple H a year ago at WrestleMania. Who's higher, Triple H? Later, a year. Look, next year demoted, <laughs> demoted. <laughs> oh man, um. Yeah, man, uh, but I enjoyed the matches, um, Miz and Finn Balor, yeah. and, you know, I don't know, yeah. uh, you know, how how Finn Balor looked look, look good at all by fighting a heel that had already went uh, 20 minutes or so, but... Well, they tr- I was going to get to that, like, the beatdown they gave him before the match was so, wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, they should have, like, they should have put him... They should have like threw him into the barricade outside on the floor or something like that. They just beat. They just like gang stomped him out after Miz just did went like tw- I don't know however long eighteen minutes with uh or however long with uh Rollins. Like I don't think that was enough. And then to have a and then to go from there and like have a competitive match and still lose is like and also another thing is like and then like I like Miz but like I don't want to see Miz wrestle twice in one night. That's not really that's not really what he's here for. He's here for like. He's here for his one match, um, but yeah, I, you know, they were they were both solid matches uh, for TV, um, and it, I mean it went towards the story. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, do you think they're going to bring out? Uh, given that ba- what Balor is, and Balor pretty much like he has that that he has the the demon stuff which in the interest that's meant for WrestleMania. <laughs> if he doesn't does get he to do to, it, it, does he does he have to win at WrestleMania? Because I wouldn't, because I wouldn't be Seth Rollins, and I would, I would make Seth Rollins Intercontinental top champion. But like, the but, but you have to do the demon at WrestleMania, right? Ain't that the real whole reason why you hired him? All right, so so say this: the guy that wins, right, gets to be the Intercontinental champion. The guy that gets left out of the finish, they're probably gonna end up fighting Roman soon. So <laughs> take your pick on on who you want to win there. Um, 
you know, if I was booking it at least. But, um, yeah, I would think uh, Balor has to win, but it feels like Rollins should win. Rollins should win because he's the most over guy right now. Um, and, he, and it, like, would show a steady line and, and momentum given that what they've done with him since Royal Rumble till now. Um, Bro, I have, I have, how long have is that Finn Balor interest going to be? Sorry? How long is it go- is that Finn Balor interest going to be if he's going to have to crawl all the way down that fucking ramp? Like, <laughs> fuck. They'll give, the, they'll give him the Undertaker joint when he shows up halfway. He'll just arise, you know, from the crack smoke. Bro, they, they need and, that, and, and then they need they, they need that uh, airport escalator to bring that man to the ring. Like, like I ain't here for, for the uh, five-minute entrance, bro. Keep that shit. Get to it. Run it. I don't, I don't understand what's the issue with the five minute. I mean, they do that in Wrestle Kingdom too. No, uh, I don't know if it lasts that long. Not that long, but long still. Yeah. Um, they had Elias and Braun Strowman together. Elias sucks. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to see him wrestle. <laughs> like, like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, I'm not trying to see, um, you know, him halfway play the guitar. Uh, we kind of actually came up with a scenario for him uh, for WrestleMania. I feel like you sent him out there to do a song, and if you can get The Rock to show up, you get The Rock to show up and do a rock concert and totally outshine and outclass that man. And then, you know, you yeah, have you have him get- be hard. Yeah. And that shouldn't be hard at all, seeing that, like, every rock concert is, like, light years. Even this was, like, 2003, 2002, and this was, and all that old stuff is still light years better than uh, what uh, what Drifter's doing. And it's amazing because, like, Drifter's actually, like, becoming a fan favorite, even though, like, he's not even in the same ballpark as what Rock was doing, like, 15 years ago. Crazy. Um, yeah, like, I don't like Braun Strowman being paired with him uh, at the hip right now. There was a report, um, kind of take this with a grain of salt because this is the same guy that reported that John Cena versus Rey Mysterio thing, which I don't believe at all. Um, he said there was going to be a five-way for the IC title match, and these guys will be added to it. That would just be the most it, asinine it, isn't booking. Isn't that also the same? Huh? Isn't that also the same dude that also said that Dolph was making 1.5? Yes. He's, he's saying bullshit out here. And, you know. I mean, look, it could be true. I don't believe it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, keep Braun Strowman away from all mid-card belts. Did The Undertaker ever hold the fucking Intercontinental title? No. Um, yeah, bro. Like, I don't like him being linked with Elias. Y'all fucked this up, WWE. Y'all had this dude, and y'all have nothing for him now. And it's injustice. Samoa Joe got hurt. <laughs> Look, Samoa Joe got hurt. That probably would have been, to me, you, you run that. And you say, hey, y'all, who's the king of the jungle out here? Run it. You know, and then, it, I don't Joe know. Yeah, but I don't even know if you can do that because they, they're going to they're make it a king Joe of the jungle Strowman. match. Huh? Joe versus Strowman would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, Samoa Joe be like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of you. I'm a monster myself. Whatever, da, 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 run it. I don't know. Yeah, Joe versus anybody in WrestleMania would have been awesome. Like, Joe versus Le- Joe versus Cena would have been awesome. Joe versus AJ would have been awesome. Joe versus Undertaker, I, I would have been interested in seeing that. Joe versus Lesnar, I'd be, I hell, I damn sure would be into, even even after what they did, did to him at Great Balls of Fire, I, I want to see that again. Like, 
Yeah, man. Like you give Joe the ball, he can stay healthy. Like I still think that's like I still think like that's that's a guy. Like if they give him uh, another opportunity, but given his age and like the time, that's like the second time getting hurt or maybe third time, they might just you know leave him in the mid car or whatever else and let him you know let him do his thing. But like if they ever if they ever want to strap the ride with to him, like he can put on some great TV because what he did over the summer was just was amazing. Yeah. He's got that feeling that I think the Usos have right now, which we'll get to later. Um, what else uh, happened? Well, yeah, matter of fact, we can just jump right into SmackDown now. Um, John Cena wrestled AJ Styles um, at the end of Cena's promo. He said he's going to SmackDown to find his road to WrestleMania. Um, John Cena versus AJ Styles got booked. They had a great match on TV. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to SmackDown, yeah. we actually got to go to over the Raw Women. Oh, that, that, that six-woman tag, that made no fucking sense. Um, yeah, they they had uh, Mickey James just rolling with the bad guys now, uh, jumping on folks, apparently. I don't know why. Um, they had... They, they Okay, so they had half of the story told and didn't finish the other half of it to where it would make sense, but, like, um, you know, going into the Elimination Chamber... Alexa was was helping out uh, Mickey when she was dealing with Absolution because she was getting jumped on two on one and stuff. She made she made a couple saves. She made either one or two saves for her. Right. Um, and that she acknowledged it. And like the the week after that, like Mickey was like, "Why didn't you help me? I don't understand." And she's like, "You know, like we, you know, we we've had a we've had miscommunication in our track, but like you know, I still look up to you as a you know as a, as a legend and all this other stuff." And then they got to Elimination Chamber. And it looked like it was gonna be like it was gonna come down like, like I'm gonna be like a six man tornado tag with with Sasha and Bailey on one side, Mickey and Alexa on one side, and Absolution together. But Mickey got eliminated before Alexa even came out, so there was no, there was even no like situation where like right. Alexa could actually prove that she was really about her, or she was just manipulating uh, Mickey, which we all know she's manipulating Mickey, but that's the role they have her in. Um, so like. They, they get into the match or whatever else. So, so now, like, Mickey, without ever ever actually, like, turning bad, is bad now because she's and just hanging out with with, uh, with, with the bad look, influence that is Alexa Bliss. Look, look bringing down the property bad, value. Bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so my thing was, what do you think of uh, of Ben setting up for herself by jumping off the uh, off the apron? It was amazing. taking the tag from Sasha. Oh, it was amazing. Like... Bailey out here normally getting embarrassed, getting made look like a geek. Out here looking like she's headed for the Sting Memorial Hall of Fame um, of dumb baby faces. Um, I don't know, bro. Like you have, no idea, you have no idea how bad I, how bad I was when like um, I was just getting beat on by those three, uh, and then all of a sudden you see Sasha run out, and then like just right behind her is Bailey. I was like, motherfucker, yes. y'all, y'all kiss the maid up. Yep. There ain't gonna be no, you know, ain't gonna, and there's not gonna be no resolution over this or, n- or nothing in public for us to see. You just, you know, just you know, cool with it. It was a, it, every, every woman for ourselves, you know, it's okay. No, she kicked you off the fucking, she kicked you off the fucking pod. Yes. So I was glad to see that, and like, but what do you think actually is the plan for them? I feel like they're gonna main event the pre-show. At this rate, like those two. Hopefully they get like 25 minutes how Neville and Austin Aries did or something. <laughs> but uh, I think 
I think if that happens, like they have a good chance at being the best women's match on the card or off the card, I might add. Um, I, it depends on how you feel about Charlotte and Asuka. It's kind of a toss-up to me. I'll go with the one I've seen before. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm completely like... I think that if you gave me my choice of seeing all the women's matches, um, like, it ain't even close. Like, Alexa versus versus uh, Nia, like, you can put that shit on the pre-show for all I care. I don't give a Yeah, that, that should be on the pre-show. Um, but... Um, given where given where we are with that, like I don't think I don't know if that's what the way you want to do, because especially because like one, you know, I don't know if it's summer or, or what the situation is, but originally Ronda Rodgers is gonna have to be the Raw Women's Champion. Um, so you don't want to like <laughs> just put that belt as afterthought. Like I mean, that's kind of like Rousey showing up is why the Royal Rumble main event and uh, the Women's Royal Rumble main event and Royal Rumble. It's the reason why like they're actually like you know pretending to give a fuck on Raw with the women. Because <laughs> um, they know like they have to build up opponents for Rosie to eventually go through, um, and that's also the reason why they're moving Oscar over to SmackDown to keep her away from um, uh, Ronda until it's time to do you know their undefeated streak versus you know Rosie. Um, so I don't know. Like my my, I think they're really gonna have to put all four of them together. Like I think eventually that's gonna have to tie in, and the brace is gonna do like the same exact match he did last year, except take out Charlotte, add Alexa. Bro, that's like the worst addition for subtraction, like possible. Like, <laughs> like, like, bro, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we gonna we gonna yeah, take, like go, bro, yeah, like to go from like perhaps the best female. Uh, that's like a the, vorp. The best female wrestler <laughs> in the company's history to go to like, you know. A mediocre, a mediocre Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, that, that is that is a downgrade. Bro, absolutely. That's yeah. like we gonna go from Kobe Bryant to. <laughs> it's like we gonna go to from Kobe Bryant to John Starks. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, man. Um, SmackDown. Uh, we gotta get to it. Uh, Cena and Styles had a great match. Um, but. They couldn't resist, James. Why in the blue fuck do they keep beating AJ Styles on television as the motherfucking WWE champion? This is like at least the fourth time that he's lost this year. That's so stupid. They do they do this with Brock Lesnar? Of course not. Then why the fuck would they do this with AJ Styles? Oh, because they don't give a fuck. the only excuse I have for you is, is there is a, their WWE logic of he's gonna win anyway, so we gotta you know he's gonna win anyway, so we can afford to beat this guy all the time as a top babyface. Like every one thing, it was a heel champion. He's a babyface champion, like bro. They... Over and over, not, well, not over, like over and over is like Sami Zayn, but like he he basically is like five hundred on TV since he won a title. It's crazy. Like I I don't understand uh, what why they would do this. They didn't even treat Jinder Mahal like this as a champion. I think they might have done one uh, match where someone beat him on TV, and it was Randy Orton after he had lost three times to the guy, which is like kind of understandable at that point. But it's like why wouldn't you protect your champion like this? Like this is stupid. SmackDown once again 
proves that while they can do a couple things, there is a huge fucking disconnect. And that's why it's not like people aren't showing up to the arenas. They're all getting sucked up in this one fucking Shane and Daniel Bryan storyline. It feels like Daniel Bryan's pops are diminishing because he's associated with this bullshit. SmackDown is a dumpster fire. Road Dog, what in the blue hell are you doing, guy? Like... I don't understand why these guys are getting left off TV week by week. You have Shinsuke Nakamura who won the Royal fucking Rumble. You don't use him. You don't have him booked for the pay-per-view less than two weeks uh, before the show gets started. Rusev, over as fuck, does he get to get on the show? No. He has to stand outside the ring and second Aiden English. And what happens the three weeks before that? Oh, they're stuck on WWE.com, which no one gives a fuck about. SmackDown is fucking atrocious right now, James. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, like, oh no, 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 no. You, uh, I know, I know. You better, be, you better keep going. You better talk about these six women's uh, tag match. They keep fucking oh, doing and all yes. and all the shit with like with with the with fucking um right, uh, the riot squad. Bro, no one gives a fuck Trump's about the riot. The riot squad yes. now. No one. And she, g- has, <laughs> and she has protection, which is Becky Lynch and, and and Naomi, and like Becky Lynch and Naomi, and just they're just to hang out with their friend Charlotte. They have no act. They have no aspirations actually. Like they have no storyline. For a title shot at WrestleMania, they just gonna let Oscar just have it. Just 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 have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she, they, they're just showing up looking like geeks. They're all doing jobs for each other, uh, back and forth across the two groups. Uh, Charlotte went through those two. Now what's going to happen is Ruby Riot goes through, um, you know, Naomi and then Becky Lynch. And then by the time she gets to fast lane, she's going to get beat like a drum and, uh, the riot squad will never be heard from again. Like <laughs> I'm shocked this lasted this long. Um, I don't know, man. They've, they've, really thrown SmackDown like in the in the shitter and I think they know that okay so serious question maybe my mind just blanked on this or whatever and I just completely like my mind just dumped this when did the New Day become the, the challengers for the SmackDown uh, tag titles was that last, last week last week last week they won number one contender match if you notice don't tell, hold on don't tell me hold on don't tell me they beat Gable and Benjamin to do that yes that was a contenders match? Yes. Why the fuck are... Okay, so... At Royal Rumble, what happened? Uh, the Uso swept them, boys. So why the fuck are they getting... Why would they even get a chance to even be the number one contenders again? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I think something... You fucking lost. Go to the back of the line. Kick rocks. Yes. Um... You would think it would be the well, Bludgeon Brothers, trying, but are they... you trying to? Hold on, hold on. No, I'm interrupting. Are you are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me that the New Day needed a tune-up match to prove that they're over enough to challenge for the titles? But the fucking New Day. <sighs> there are a lot of things that I'm going to shit on on SmackDown. The tag team division isn't one of them. I, I, I look. I understand. Look what they did on what they did. Was, okay, so. I only had one issue. I thought it was great up until one issue. You've been having the Bludgeon Brothers just squash people. They haven't really fought. They haven't fought anybody, anybody. in a non-squash match to this day, right? Yeah. Right. They haven't squat. They haven't. They, they haven't fought nobody worth a damn. Squash, right? No one worth a damn. Yeah. So. It, so tell me why? Oh, why wouldn't they just put 
um, the Bludgeon Brothers end up with a new day and say number one contender gets a match with the Usos at WrestleMania. And then you cut, I mean, it doesn't matter when they cut the promo. The promo is great. It's going to go in the video package and they have it at WrestleMania or whatever else, unless they make it a three way and put the Bludgeon Brothers in it and cut and dilute the match. I but think I think that's what I they end up doing. I, just, I, I see them having this match or whatever. Oh, I see them, you know, going face to face because they're selling the pay per match. And I'm like, this is great. This is incredible. And then the Bludgeon Brothers came out. I was like, what is this? What? For what? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, who, are these, who invited these motherfuckers to the party? Yes. Um, I just want to talk a little bit yeah. about that promo. Like, while I was watching the middle of that promo, I was like, "Fuck it, put these dudes in the Hall of Fame right now." What fuck we waiting for, James? Yeah. Like, it it was you know it was greatness on on top of greatness with the intensity that the Usos have, with the style they have, the lingo, the just everything about them is clicking on so many fronts right now. I was out there saying, you know, top one tag team of all time. Like, like everybody else, they, all that, that look, that nostalgia shit, they can kiss my ass. Like, you, you tell the road words, you dig up the road words and tell them to come out here and do this. You dig up demolition and tell them to come out here and do this. You you uh grab the Heart Foundation, you grab, you hand Marty Janetti a microphone and you tell him to do this like like fuck out of here bro like <laughs> like like the new day or, or excuse me the usos are like just at their absolute zenith i've never seen a better tag team with my two eyes yeah i loved it um and it's also like sort of telling about how little they use like um the other divisions and also like down the card how we always talk about uh, Chad talks about this, and I mean, pretty much everybody feels this way. Is you have TV to build towards uh, your pay per view, where you have your, your your best moments and your stuff that pe- you want people to pay for, and that's supposed to be the good stuff, and that's supposed to be the payoff. And then you keep, and then you from there, once you conclude those stories or whatever, so are you are you tell a story that is to be continued? You go back to TV and you tell it more of it. And you want people to actually uh, to to be interested. The New Day and Usos have gotten their feud into legendary status over a feud over basically a four month feud and a four month feud in uh, the next in two episodes of SmackDown, and it only involved like three promos. Right. It, all three were not at the, all three of them were not at the park. One of them is one of the greatest uh, promos, or, or most, the best promo of, of the year last year, probably. And this one was fantastic. And the other one was basically at the end of Hell in a Cell when they were basically like recognizing, like, we're, we run, us two run this division, everybody else are pretenders. Yeah. That's it. And, 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 it, and it's really like telling that, given that. They've only been given an opportunity to do like three things that ma- like give three promos to New Day that have mattered over the last, um, over the last year probably, and they made they had a kind of use of it. You would say you would think like, you know, maybe if we do more character driven stuff with the people that are not as over, maybe they will get the fuck over as opposed to having a million matches and then they get rolled up and beat like geeks or they get their face kicked off by someone that comes from behind or all this other shit that they do. And it's like, maybe if, you know, once a, you know, you make a plan that we're like, you know, two times over a, over a cycle between pay-per-views, 
Like you get people to the mic to let them talk to get their feud over as opposed to the only people that ever get to talk are either in the A feud or the B feud and nobody else um actually gets a consistent time to actually get their shit over. Yeah. Maybe you find maybe you find more opportunity for people they might be able to surprise you and then like you can build that into something. You know, like Rusev Day for example. You know, that has apparently gone missing on the back of a milk carton. Um but yeah, yeah. Like the Usos basically said, um, you know, they used to be just like the New Day when Jay Uso said this. He said, "Y'all run around here dancing." He sounded like Suge Knight at the '95 Source Awards when he was talking about Diddy right there. <laughs> you know, you wearing these yeah. rainbow colors, but that didn't take you to the next level. And they talked about how they was grinding out here and they belong on WrestleMania and they've been passed over year after year. WrestleMania 27 sideline, 28 sideline, 29 sideline, 30 sideline sideline 31 sideline 32 sideline 33 sideline like it was crazy like to think these guys have been goes, this, this year is our time. time this year our time this year our time that was great <laughs> bro like, I, like goosebumps biggie fired, biggie fired up it was like oh my god like i want yes. to i want these guys to feel each other like at least twice a year for the rest of time. But I don't care. Like, I, like they need to be out there, put them boys in the Hall of Fame together, like, the same year, send them out there, and be like, like, we looking at two of the best teams ever. Usos may be the best team ever. Like, I don't, like, this is nuts. Like, I and, and we've gushed about these guys. Like, uh, we talked about it after their Hell in a Cell match last year, which I think both of us gave five, five stars. And... Yeah. We said it was like the best feud between people of color ever. Now, I think you're going to have to <laughs> start adjusting that the further along you go. This is a legendary feud regardless at this point. And if you haven't caught up yet with that feud, I suggest you go watch the matches. You watch the promos. You especially see the one this week. And it's just like, you know, it's not a situation where it's like, yo, or it could be to some people, oh, the Usos and the New Day are wrestling again. But... To me, this is a more intense version of what last year was because the while the Usos were, you know, they were heels and all that stuff, like it was still them in the early stages trying to figure that shit out and see how this is all going to work. These dudes are made now. Like drop right now, those they're top 5 me in my opinion top 1. Like I you know, how, how long are you going to keep holding on to to the to these old teams? You know, like these guys are, are, are submitting their legacies right now. And I think... Yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's really telling that, like, and also, like... They don't... This man does not put shit on his TV that he can't actually pay off or deliver a promise, right? So, he's not going to have Undertaker... He's not going to have John Cena say, I challenge for The Undertaker, and then, like, not eventually do it because why the fuck would Vince have somebody on the TV um, basically promote a match that he can't quote unquote he can't like he can't outdo. He can't give you a better match to Undertaker versus Cena for for Sean Cena right now. Like that's one of the reasons why the why he got so mad about uh Heyman and Austin when he Austin did the whole Texas Death match thing because like fucker, I can't I can't promote a better match than Lesnar versus Austin. Like, you know? Uh-huh. So like when you have the Usos come out and say like we want that WrestleMania spot. Like we want we want to show out and like we've been left off the card and everything else, and, and also same for Miz on on on, um, on Monday, saying like, you would think that Kurt Angle would like would tell me what the fuck he's going to do with his Intercontinental Champion. It's like clearly these dudes are going to be on the main card, 
it is a matter of like it like who's who's who else are they dancing with? Who are the dancing yep. partners? And like you look at the Usos and New Day and like if they if they do something else like this again, like it will definitely be something deserving, uh, absolutely deserving of a WrestleMania spot um, over the four hour, five hour, six hour. God knows how long the main card is going to be, but you throw that in, and you also throw in the fact that like you know, there's a potential for for um, given what's going to happen at Fastlane, there's a potential for a Kevin Owens and a Sami Zayn to eventually hop in here and make this a three way type thing, or maybe even a TLC um, part a TLC new age version. Like it's definitely there. Um, four days to absolutely be a WrestleMania match. And like, even if, you know, they decide to do Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, which I, I don't really see. Uh, sorry, Caleb. Like this match, if they keep going with this and then they keep giving them time and if they fuck around and knock out the park at fast lane, which it's almost guaranteed they will. Right. We're gonna be back at it, talking about like, all right. So what you gonna do, WWE? You gonna take you gonna take a match that that you know is gonna be great. It's gonna be a four, a four star caliber match, and just decide like we don't want that on the main card. Yeah, it, it, it's like I double dog dare Uso, you to, to disrespect Uso one more time. Yeah. Do it again, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shouts out to those dudes. Um, what else do we have on there? Um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura showed up. Uh, this week on uh, oh, yeah. uh, on SmackDown, I was I was blown away. James, the Royal Rumble winner, got to wrestle on television. What the fuck yeah. happened? Like, uh, like, it's like, a shame that he had to sell for a geek, though. Yes, he wrestled Aiden English, and some reason he had to sell. Um, who do you think this is, James? Oh no, bad booking. Um, <laughs> well, I think it was the thing where like they want to get Rusev on TV. Um, however, I think it's weird to imagine because, like, it don't seem like they have plans for Rusev, even though Rusev's nope. over and it's like his, you know, Rusev Day shirts is, is selling. I almost bought a Rusev Day shirt the other day, by the way. Um, but, you know, you put English out there and, like, they had him in the ring and he's okay. But I, I just. It, 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 to me, it gave me flashbacks of, and actually, Simon brought this up. Um, it, it made me think of like when they had Sammy, or sorry, they had Roman Reigns on Raw, like before us going into WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania last year, and he had a match with Jinder Mahal. And I remember saying to myself, "Why in the hell is Jinder Mahal landing any any sort of offense on Roman Reigns? Why is this man like even landing a pin uh, a pin attempt on him? This is stupid." And lo and behold, they went ahead and made that fucker champion. Um, yep. I don't think, um, <laughs> like, where's Aiden English from? He's, nah. not, he's not from a country that has a billion people, is he? I don't I don't believe so. Okay, we in the clear then. Um, but I just couldn't, I just didn't see what was really the point of him having to sell for anybody. And it made me think of all the times they bring up guys or they, or they have guys that they're trying to build towards or, what, or protect or whatever else. And then they have many lukewarm matches like this where they have to sell something. Nah, man, just kill that dude. It don't matter. Like, were you worried about hurting Aiden English? He's a he's basically a manager for Rusev. He's a like you know he's right. he's 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 he's, uh, he's Paul Heyman who can do bumps yeah. or take bumps, not yeah. do bumps. Sorry, you know, knee to the face. Uh, Thirty seconds. That's that's what Nakamura should be doing to dudes right now, getting them the fuck out of here. Essentially, yeah. Remember, yeah. Remember, remember Emma and Oscar. Yeah. But they keep making they keep making this mistake. Um, 
I'm kind of wondering who the fuck Nakamura is going to wrestle now. It seemed to be that it was going to be John Cena and Shinsuke Nakamura at Fastlane. Um, and that would have made perfect sense to give Nakamura a signature win. Um, I took it, you know, with the Aiden English match, maybe instead we're getting Nakamura and Rusev at the pay-per-view. Uh, and they're going to try to redirect some of that Rusev Day stuff towards Nakamura. The only thing is, Nakamura doesn't really need that. Uh, and all you're doing is hurting Rusev in the process. Uh, if it was me, you're going to put, like, Jinder Mahal there or you're going to put John Cena there to to take the knee from uh, Nakamura at Fastlane because no one's going to cheer for Jinder and no one's going to cheer for John Cena against Nakamura with the title shot on the line. But if it's just like, hey, you're going in there and you're fighting Rusev, it's like, well, there's always going to be Rusev Day chance. Nakamura's like really over. This is just a match that can do nothing but hurt almost either guy because you don't want Nakamura at this rate uh, in there with a dude that is known, you know, he has the hijack wave right now. Yeah. And look, you know, the far, they like, I don't know what else is on the roster um, for what would be considered mid-card, mid-card, um, ain't no, no mid-card. Right now, but like, <laughs> right. And the other part is like, people that you would have had been like, well, why do you take this person out of the main event and put them in there with Nakamura? And it's like, Motherfucker, nah. you can't do that. Like, we seen him at Baron Corbin on his review. That was a disaster. We seen him with, uh, with, with Dolph Ziggler. It was a disaster. They literally literally have no other options but to put him, um, uh, but to either put him on the sideline or have him fight John Cena. And it looks like they're going to put him on ice and then, like, come out after AJ wins and then, like, go face to face. Yeah. Uh, and if they do that, it's like. Y'all wasted a month when y'all could have gave this dude a signature win that doesn't have one aside from the Royal Rumble. Um, because yep. I don't know if people really realize how like much of a wrestling god they're dealing with with Nakamura. And yeah, if, if you don't, if you haven't watched NXT or New, if you haven't watched NXT or New Japan, you still don't know how incredible he is. You still don't know, or how incredible he was, either one. But you don't know. You still don't. You're just like, oh, he's a guy. He's a guy that like people like chant to his uh, entrance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about Randy Orton? Bruh, Randy Orton looks like he has aged five years in one year. Um, they've phased him all the way down at this point. Uh, this is your guy, James, historically. Uh, I'm going to just hand it to you. Uh, wh- what do you think uh, Randy Orton is doing at WrestleMania? <laughs> Who fucking knows? Like, um... Last night at the SmackDown, like I gave I gave y'all a, a, a projective card of like what the way it is looking for what's going to shape up to be the WrestleMania card right now, where it stands on on based off TV, based off of um what's what's been reported um and what yeah. is like most likely to be like really trusted. And I think it was eleven matches, and at the bottom of it, like I didn't send this to you, but like. In my notes that I wrote down, like the names of people that like see my obvious that would have to be on the WrestleMania card, but I don't know what they're going to do with them. And Randy Orton was on that. Shane Shane McMahon was on that. Uh, the Bar was on that. Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm not even saying like even like people that need to be definitely need to be on the card, but I mean like even on the pre-show. And those three stuck out to me, and I can understand like the Bar got left off for whatever reason because you know the, who I mean they're fight revival. Yeah, I mean. It, it, it will be a good match, but like they're not over on the main roster. Um, 
Shane, you'd be you'd almost be like foolish to think Shane was going to have a match. Um, but he stuck doing this whole thing. Uh, Randy Orton is in the U.S. title thing. Like, in theory, ten or two big names together. Like, you can see them like trying to put piece together that match. But like that 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 boat's like sailed by now because he, you know. Randy Orton's been able to get away from that whole fog of all those guys with, with Shane and Daniel Bryan and, and the Canadians. And now, like, he's in the mid-card. It's like Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Like, is it just to, like, make him a Grand Slam winner? That Would that would that really be – like, would you really want to see that? Like, would that – would anybody actually want to see Randy Orton fight Bobby Roode, like, on WrestleMania? And then, like, the excuse be because, like, oh, yeah, Randy Orton can be, you know – a Grand Slam winner. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. He's, like, he he's just stuck around too long. He just has. Like, it's weird because, like, you come to that realization, like, even after, I didn't even come to this realization, like, a year ago, to, like, this is a bad feud he was in. I didn't think about this, like, when he got beat by gender three times in a row. Like, yep. I just I just thought, like, this is weird. This is a real fucking thing. But, like, now it's, it's, it's apparent to me, like, he stuck around too long. He should have retired. And they're treating him like like either either retire or we're not going to treat you like you're Randy Orton no more. And now we're at a point in the career where like he just collecting checks. Yeah, cashing out, uh, as they say. And and hey, if you know those, you're making what Randy Orton's making, making get that money. If Vince McMahon wants to hand that money out to you for you to show up and give whatever effort level you want to give to grow your hair out and, and look like you aged in five years, fuck it, do it. But if we're talking about you know the critical um, legacy enhancing Randy Orton, I feel like Randy Orton crossed that bridge and um, you know after WrestleMania 31, where he did the the, the follow up to uh, the Seth Rollins title or Re- WrestleMania match for the championship and put Rollins over. I felt like Randy Orton crossed that bridge from main eventer to like legend status, and he needs to be like away from the belts. Like, <laughs> and then what happened? They gave him another title. Uh, two years, two whole years later, um, you know, after the injuries and the whole Lesnar thing, it is kind of weird to see where Orton is now and where he's headed because <clears throat> Orton has been so good for so long um, against, you know, despite what some people on the internet may say about him. Um, Ric Flair still thinks he's the best wrestler in wrestling, uh, which counts for something. Um, but he might be like out of him and Cena. Like those dudes are like they're 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 getting nudged. I think like out the door. You know it's funny when they were still doing talking smack, and they had AJ Styles on talking smack with Daniel Bryan and Renee. Daniel Bryan said in front of AJ Styles' face that like that Randy Orton is the best technical wrestler he's ever been he's ever been in the ring with, and then AJ actually said, "Wow, that's like you've been in the ring with me before." Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, man, like, that's, that's really high praise, right? So, to see, like, where is that now is like, dude, this is really bad. Um, I mean, and, and, you know, the weird thing is, maybe this all changes with a heel turn. Like, like once you once you switch, once you shake up the brands again and then you give age, you give Orton a heel turn and he's motivated because he's a heel again and he always preferred to be a heel, like, Maybe you know things will turn around, but right now it just looks really bad. And and like I don't think he's I don't even think he's like athletically washed or anything. I just think like right. he's just like he has nothing going for him right now. Just nothing, other than the fact that he's you know a first battle Hall of Famer. Yeah. 
and he's just hanging out like he it's like he needs to be pulled out yeah, the ring that's like that's the best way to put it like he needs that's the best way to put it he's well, out here just hanging out yeah like he needs to be pulled out of the ring like macho man right now essentially like oh my god <laughs> like oh my god yeah like and cause, because right now he's looking at he's he's looking like yo it might be time bro like there's just nothing for him to do with you and it's like that sometimes. It's just ridiculous. They said somewhere on a Kanye album. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, but I think that's uh, going to wrap it up. Um, thank you guys all for listening to One Nation Radio this week. Um, let me know how you like the new theme song. If, you know, we should go back to the old one. No, just kidding. This, we're, this one's here to stay. Um, yeah, make sure you guys listen to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, as well as the SMC Podcast and... The Ace of Podcast, keeping it strong style. Uh, also on the network, uh, James, you got anything before we get up out of here? Yeah, I'm pretty surprised you putting over uh, 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 keeping it strong style after what they did to you on air on Sunday. I don't even know uh, she's surprised. talking about James. Yeah, I bet you don't. I bet you don't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, we gonna get up out of here and um. Try to keep uh, getting these checks like Randy Orton somewhere. Uh, (laughs) We rolling. Peace. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.